0: Top stories of the week, politicians resigning to spend time with their families, which no one in the family asked for, a report reports on reported stuff, and Omicron was my favourite Decepticon. This is News Weekly and I've never been on Jeffrey Epstein's private jet. Hello, I'm Sammy Shah, and welcome to News Weekly, where we punch the news in the headlines weekly. Quitters got to quit news now. It's been called the Great Resignation, the phenomenon of people leaving their jobs after experiencing COVID lockdowns.
1: Well, I might actually start with the numbers, because they are really shocking. Uh, In the US, 4.3 million people left their jobs in August. And a way to put that into perspective is looking at what they call the quits rate, which is how many people voluntarily leave their jobs each month out of a given population. 2.9%, which is the highest it's been since they started tracking this, which was about 20 years ago.
0: The reasons are, of course, many. For some, it's about finally realizing that since the world as we know it can change so quickly, it's time to follow their dreams. For others, it's that they've saved enough money to retire or focus on something else entirely. For some, it's the desire for flexibility. And finally, of course, there are those who have had historical rape allegations levelled against them, who then pursued defamation actions against the ABC, which they discontinued after declaring they'd accepted funds for pay for the defamation action from anonymous donors.
1: Christian Porter denied the claim that dated back to his university days. Just imagine for a second that it's not true. He took defamation action and questions over who paid his legal bills led to his resignation from cabinet. Now he's quitting politics and taking aim at those he says brought him down. Perhaps the only certainty now is that there appears to be no limit to what some will say or allege or do to gain an advantage over a perceived enemy. That last quote was from Christian
0: Porter's resignation announcement, which we all knew was imminent because he'd previously and very recently said he'd not be resigning. I'm running at the next election, committed to my seat, to the people I represent, absolutely. He'd also previously said defamation law in Australia needed reform and then used the same law to sue the ABC and then after discontinuing the case described it as a victory for himself. That is a humiliating back down for the ABC no matter what way they want to spin it. It turns out every time the man who has strenuously denied the rape allegations against him says something with conviction... It turns out the exact opposite happens. Porter won't be alone in the Australian adaptation of The Great Resignation.
1: He's not the only senior government figure to call time. Health Minister Greg Hunt gracing centre stage. Minister for Health has the court. For one of the last times as he prepares to bow out at the next election.
0: Greg Hunt has previously been notable for offering former Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull his support before helping oust him. The Prime Minister has my support. And for forgetting to check his email spam folder for all the messages from Pfizer offering Australia vaccines, which led to the big outbreaks of 2021 because of Australia's slow
1: vaccine rollout. An email trail released under freedom of information laws suggests the company offered to supply millions of doses by the end of 2020, but Health Minister Greg Hunt did not go to any meetings. Greg Hunt's resignation will have no
0: noticeable effect on the role of Health Minister, given he barely ever did anything anyway. Now, thanks to his retirement, Hunt can finally dedicate more time to his favourite pastime of swearing at old ladies.
1: He relocated his chair pointing towards me and said um, you need to effing get over it, you need to effing make Senator Scullion your best friend and and two more sentences with expletives in them. I should have apologised earlier, Uh, my fault and my
0: responsibility and I accept that responsibility and uh, repeat that uh, apology to the Mayor, sincerely and absolutely. Rerun reports news now. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has had enough of the sexual harassment in Parliament and is going to do something about it. That something is announced the publication of a report into sexual harassment in Parliament because nothing gets things sorted like a report being published. Here's the Prime Minister announcing the report's findings. A Kate Jenkins report, respect at work, is a game changer. He's taking the matter seriously, doing what needs to be done and making the changes that the report demands should be made well not quite see that announcement you just heard that was from a report he commissioned in january of 2020 in february of 2020 Brittany higgins alleged her rape in parliament then christian porter the attorney general who'd received the report was accused of rape in 1988 which he
1: denied how many meetings has mr porter had with departmental officers regarding implementation of the respect at work report Um, We have not met, um, uh, as far as I recall, with the attorney.
0: Then we heard about young male staffers sharing images of themselves masturbating on a female lawmaker's desk. All of which finally led to that press conference by the Prime Minister, in which he announced he was finally going to do something about the report from early 2020. A press conference he held in April of 2021. All
1: 55 recommendations are either agreed, wholly in part or in principle or noted where they are directed to governments or organisations other
0: than the Australian government. And then he finally did the one thing that signals how serious he is about this issue. He issued another report. Well, that report is now also finally out.
1: A damning report into the culture of Parliament House has exposed a workplace where bullying and sexual harassment have been normalised. A third of the staff currently working at Parliament House say they've been sexually harassed. 37% have been bullied. 1% have experienced actual or attempted sexual assault. But only one in 10 victims of sexual harassment have reported it.
0: And how effective has this report been? Well, on the same day it was shown to the world, this happened in Parliament.
1: I don't think it's appropriate, given what has been handed down today, to have growling and dog noises coming from this side of the chamber while a female member in this place is on her feet. It happened. I don't know who is responsible for it, but it is inappropriate. And if we are going to change culture from the top, that means all of us. Well, hang on. I'm still hearing. One of the issues that um, the Jenkins report deals with is respect. And I'm not quite sure what whoever found that so funny laughed out loud then. Maybe a report
0: into the report about the report might finally be the one to fix things. We're going to find out because that's about the only thing they'll probably try anyway. One shall stand and one shall fall, news now. COVID is mutating faster than an X-Men villain trying to make it into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, already working its way through the Greek alphabet to the 15th letter of the alphabet. Omicron is here. Not to be confused with Unicron, the planet-eating robot from the 1986 Transformers cartoon movie. I am Unicron. So is this the 15th variant of COVID? Well, not quite. Technically, it's the 13th. See, the Greek alphabet is alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon, zeta, eta, theta, iota, kappa, lambda, mu, nu, xi, and then omicron by the way the next one is pi and that stretches to infinite so we're really fucked then the big ones we've all heard of alpha variant which was found in the uk beta and gamma from south africa and brazil respectively delta was the most famous one which started in india becoming the first covid variant not from a country likely to reach the semi-final round of the fifa world cup but in between, there have been smaller, less noticeable or newsworthy variants like kappa, also from India; lambda, found in Peru; and mu, the last one before Omicron, found in Colombia. Basically, COVID is logging enough international travel air miles to qualify for an upgrade to business class. The next one after mu should have been new or New, but the WHO announced that that is too similar to the word new and ew, and that would cause confusion. And following that is XI. The spelling, however, is XI. Which just so happens to be the way the Chinese Premier's name is also spelt. So... They skip that, because at some point you got to make things a little harder for satirists. Something like that is just too damn easy. <laughs> and thus that brings us to Omicron, the variant that remade Megatron into Galvatron, attacked Cybertron, and was eventually defeated by the Autobots and the Matrix of Leadership.
1: Let this mark the end of the Cybertronian Wars as we march forward to a new age of peace and happiness. Till all are one! Till all are one!
0: Look, let, let me be, alright, this shit is all I've got keeping me sane right now. You got
1: the power!
0: She's probably going to be dead before I finish this sentence news now. Glenne Maxwell's trial has just begun, and already the allegations against Jeffrey Epstein's closest associate and one-time partner, are pretty damning.
1: The first of four accusers took to the stand in the trial of Ghislaine Maxwell. The woman, referred to only as Jane Doe, is now a Hollywood actor, but remembers being 14 years old and frozen in fear. She claims Ghislaine Maxwell befriended her at a summer camp, groomed, and then sexually abused her at least twice in the presence of Jeffrey Epstein and others. Jeffrey would get onto the massage table and it would turn into this orgy. Speaking softly and slowly, Jane came close to tears at times, recalling how she kept her alleged abuse hidden from her family, who, at the time, were living in an apartment paid for by Jeffrey Epstein.
0: Following that,
1: Epstein's personal pilot also testified. His personal pilot testified he'd never seen girls on the plane that looked under the age of 20, unless they had parents or adults with them. Lawrence who was asked who had flown with Epstein. A long list, including Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, Kevin Spacey and Prince Andrew. Trump supporters have
0: responded to the evidence that their favourite president was so close with Epstein by claiming there's a child-trafficking ring under a pizza restaurant that they need to prioritise. Clinton supporters have blamed it all on Monica Lewinsky. Kevin Spacey is still pretending he's a character in House of Cards and only answered if addressed, so...
1: I know what you want. Oh sure, they may have tried to separate us, but what we have is too strong, it's too powerful.
0: And the British press has doubled down on the hatred of Meghan Markle to distract from Prince Andrew's non-existent sweat glands.
1: Uh, I, I have a peculiar medical condition which is that I don't sweat, um, or I didn't sweat at the time.
0: Further such shocking news is expected in the coming days as the trial continues. Unless, of course, Glenne Maxwell accidentally on purpose cuts her own head off while combing her hair. That's all from this week's edition of News Weekly. If you like the podcast, please head over to patreon.com slash samishah, And also, I'm going to be posting up excerpts from comedy gigs that I'm doing in preparation for the next Melbourne National Comedy Festival. Behind the scenes footage, uh, early access to ticket sales, all that kind of stuff over on my Patreon. That's patreon.com slash samishah. Otherwise, I'll catch you right back here next week on News Weekly, where we punch the news in the headlines weekly.